Newsletter, June 2019. My 12th house progressed moon. Saturn is transiting over my natal sun, so I'm trying to walk my talk, working like a maniac, in other words, trying to keep my eye on the prize. At the same time, however, my progressed moon is passing through the 12th house. True to form, I don't know exactly what I am doing. It's a strange astrological uh, combo platter, as you can plainly see. At times such as these, my appreciation of astrology really goes through the roof. I look into that bright mirror in the sky, and among other benefits, I feel a whole lot less crazy than I might feel without astrology. I bet you feel that way too, or you wouldn't be tuning into my monthly astrological ramble. I wish that everyone on the planet knew about the simple comfort our sacred craft provides, along with all the practical guidance about what we are learning, how to do it in the most harmonious way, how to time things in our lives, and so on. I, I think we are making good progress in that public relations direction as astrology slowly becomes more widely accepted. Still, I look forward to the day when more people know about it. Now, a while back, when I saw that my moon was about to start progressing through the 12th house, I knew that many contracts in my life were about to expire. It is a time to let things go, or to expect them to fall away, naturally. Much wisdom lies in accepting that fact, rather than fighting against it. Meanwhile, during a 12th house moon time, if you keep the faith and make some space in your life, a new vision begins to take form. And that new vision is something you will really run with once the moon starts its new cycle. That happens when it hits the ascendant. For me, that will not happen until the middle of the coming year. So for now, it is a time of overt endings along with some subtle new beginnings. Those beginnings are unfolding more at the energetic level than in the realm of the obvious. In writing these words, I am talking about myself. But hey, simple statistics suggest that I'm also talking about approximately one out of every 12 of you. Those are the odds that you might have your own moon progressing through the 12th house at this very moment, just as I do. In other words, my hope, as always, is that this newsletter proves to be of general benefit to our community rather than just providing me a chance to yak about myself. Still, uh, this one will be a little bit more personal than usual. Now, seeing my moon making a beeline for the 12th cusp, I gave notice on my annual teaching trips to Europe and to Australia. This past April, I missed seeing Italy and all my friends there. And I know I will miss being down under in August. That marks the first time in 12 years that I won't see a kangaroo that month, as well as all my friends. This month also marks my last annual visit to North Carolina, my old home state. That's kind of a big one for me. That's three apprenticeship programs wrapped up after all these years. Now, every summer, I've been making two cross-country runs to New York State, one to teach at Omega Institute and one to the Fellowships of the Spirit in Lilydale, New York. 
I love both of those places, but getting to them is rough. Usually that means three airline flights with two connections. What could possibly go wrong, right? Well, I'll be teaching only at Omega this summer. I plan to alternate it with Lilydale from now on, or at least for the foreseeable future. Less stress, more time, and yet another example of the 12th house moon making space in my life for what? What? Well, I do have some answers to that question, and it will get to them in a moment. But my best answer is, oh, I don't know. I am, by the way, planning to continue my yearly teaching trip to China, along with my two biannual apprenticeship programs here in California. But bottom line, my travel commitments are now much reduced. That extra time has opened up possibilities for me that did not exist a year ago, both practically and, you might say, spiritually. Some of those possibilities are things I can describe, but some are still mysteries to me, which brings me back to my mantra, Om, I don't really know. For all of us, the beginning of wisdom, when the moon is progressing through the 12th house, is to create exactly that kind of space for serendipity to happen. Unless that space exists, there is no place for the new vision to take hold. There's no time. We're too busy. By new vision, I really don't mean anything like a specific business plan either. It's a lot more subtle than that. I always think of my old friend Robert A. Johnson, the Jungian, who wrote He, She, and We, that trilogy, as well as many other fine works. He spoke often of how he had followed the slender threads all his life. By that expression, he meant signs, synchronicities, clues in his dreams, strange coincidences, and how by paying attention to those kinds of guiding omens, surrendering to them, the new vision forms and is nurtured. For me personally, the astrological situation is somewhat confused by the fact that Saturn is transiting over my natal sun at the same time that the moon is in my 12th house. That is a bit like trying to accelerate with the brakes on. Normally, Saturn times have the stamp of just do it on them. And that is quite the polar opposite of the more patient, reflective, inward energies indicated by any big 12th house or any big Neptunian influence for that matter. Now, all astrologers are accustomed to wrestling with these kinds of integrative dilemmas. Life is complicated and full of paradoxes, and astrology simply holds a mirror before life. That's why it works. All of us are constantly balancing differing, contradictory testimonies in our own charts and in everybody else's chart. Tying these two contrasting streams, Saturn and the Moon, together does not require any real voodoo. I am staying Saturn busy, building some foundational pieces that I sense instinctively will be important for the future, even though that future is not totally clear yet. And I am celebrating that lack of clarity because of the space it leaves in the equations for the unexpected to appear, as it certainly will. 
it is actually as easy as walking and chewing gum at the same time. It just takes some faith. Specifically, I have joined forces with two of my students in order to create a school of astrology. We will make a formal announcement when we are ready and when we know exactly what we are doing, which we do not really at the moment, at least not exactly. Here's what we do know so far. With all of my books, videos, and recorded lectures available on the website, forestastrology.com, we have a gigantic mishmash of material that, taken all together, constitutes the building blocks of a fine education in evolutionary astrology. Unfortunately, it is like a library that was hit by a tornado. It is in total chaos, in other words, in establishing our school. We are working toward putting all of that information into some kind of order and figuring out a way to present it in an online form so that it's widely accessible. At the same time, we do not want to ignore the human component that has been so central to the success of my apprenticeship programs. So this whole new program will be integrated with mentors and live classes. One of my co-conspirators in this school project is Dr. Katie Kadge, who's a tenured professor at Dianza College in Cupertino, California. She's also a fine astrologer. You can see her website in the uh, print or uh, text version of, of this newsletter. Katie brings a lot of skill and experience in online education to the table, something about which I know almost nothing. My other uh, co-conspirator is Jeff Parrott, along with uh, generous philanthropic support. And again, in the text version of this, you can have a look at his website if you want. But along with his generosity, is providing us with his enormous knowledge of business and financial structures, uh, plus some very basic visionary perspectives that lie outside the realms of experience that, that Katie Cadge and I inhabit. The three of us are a good team, and together we are feeling our way through the fog, 12th house fashion. If it weren't for astrology, all of my Capricornian mental circuitry would be worried about all of our unanswered questions regarding this school project. Now I know that those questions just leave some cracks for the light to get in. There's the 12th house moon. I will, of course, keep you posted as the school takes shape and eventually opens its uh, digital doors. The other deal I have made with Lord Saturn lies in the Elements series of books that I'm writing. As most of you probably know, the Book of Fire came out earlier this year. I said a few words about that in a previous newsletter. As you read these words, I have finished work just today, actually, on the manuscript of the Book of Earth. With the Book of Air up next, then the Book of Water, I still have a long road ahead, but God willing, I will finish this project in the next couple of years, 
and then these four volumes will provide basic texts for the school, as well as being available to support anyone who practices the kind of astrology I do or who wants to. In these books, and they will probably total about 1,200 pages, you will be able to simply look up the meaning of any planet in any house or sign or in any aspect to any other planet. For each combination, you will find a few seed paragraphs of basic interpretation. These elements books are essentially a compendium of the first thoughts in my head when I look at any configuration in any chart. They have served me well in countless thousands of astrological consultations. It feels like it is time to share them. Ultimately, one must go beyond such cookbook astrology, but for most of us, we find that such seed ideas are helpful, especially in the earlier stages of our astrological study. Meanwhile, with the time I have provided for myself by letting those travel commitments go, I am also working on a third project. This one is a synastry-based cell phone app that we're going to call Lila. My students and dear friends, Ricky Williams and Linnea Miran, are partners in, in this one, along with a, a man named Jeff Maranucci, who's helping us with the marketing end of the project. Now, Ricky, as many of you probably know, is a former National Football League great, who is now a fine astrologer, as well as an herbalist and a practitioner of Chinese medicine. Linnea is, or was, an attorney, so she now brings that legal skill set to the table. Ricky and I have already written the text for this app which we're creating. It is currently in the technical development stages and getting established on a financial basis. Again, I'll keep you posted about all of that as the wheel turns. Leela will be simple astrology, at least at first, but it will be far from stupid astrology. There is a difference. We'll be proud of it or we would not be doing it. The details are under wraps at this point, but fear not, it will not just be uh, sun signs. At a practical level, I am hoping that Leela will finance my ability to write some more books and to devote more time to the school we are developing. But who knows? We'll see. With my moon progressing through the 12th house, I know better than to make any assumptions or even any promises. I am in the hands of the universe now, trusting it to remove what I do not need, even if I think I need it. At the same time, I have faith that the universe will slowly feed me the slender threads that nourish the new vision and guide me to it. The one that will guide me when my moon finally enters the first house a year or so from now and decision times and crossroads loom. Well, once again, I am so grateful to be able to hold the mirror of astrology before my life. I spend so much time teaching it, writing about it, and helping other people with it one at a time in my counseling practice. I wonder if anyone realizes how much I use it myself and what a difference it has made in my own life. So, even with Saturn dancing on my sun, I may be tired, but I am grateful to be alive now and doubly grateful that I will be able to leave something meaningful behind me in this world. Thank you.